Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this uh, horrible, horrible Sunday morning, raining. I mean, it is here in the north. I don't know where you are, but uh, horrible, horrible. But to lighten the mood this morning, uh, Dane Baptiste is my guest. Good morning, Dane. Good morning, good morning. How you doing? Not so bad at all, not so bad. Uh, dragged him over from Liverpool. You were in Liverpool last night? I was indeed uh, touring, uh, doing uh, the Hot Water Comedy Club. Yeah. Uh, we did two shows because the first show uh, sold out. Nice. And, uh, yeah, uh, happened upon uh, Paul McCaffrey as well, was out there. Nice. Um, I've had him on the so, show before. Yeah, so it's fun. And, uh, yeah, really nice crowd. Very, very enthusiastic. How are you feeling about Sunday, getting up this hour on a Sunday morning? It's uh, it's not ideal, but <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm grateful for you having me. But, uh, well, we're pleased you're here. I like your radio voice. Radio voice, radio voice. Been up this early, radio voice. Is that like your telephone voice? I think so. It's pretty posh, actually. Yeah, I I tried to keep it pretty posh. I wouldn't expect it, because I've seen you stand up. Yeah, yeah. You're not posh. No, no, definitely not posh. I've heard heard the subjects you talk about. I mean, you're not a posh bloke. No, I'm I'm definitely not a posh bloke. (laughs) I I like it, though. I I assume it for, yeah, for radio purposes, I try and enunciate. (laughs) I've been taught to do that. When I've done work with the BBC, they give me a cork. To be like, you have to learn to enunciate yourself. Oh, really? They actually tell you off Yeah, which is good because it's not doesn't give me a complex or anything. So thanks for that, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that doesn't happen on Absolute, I'll tell you that much. No. I mean, they, they've got me on a on a Sunday, uh, Frank Skinner on a Saturday, Rob Beckett. I mean, Rob Beckett can't even talk. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> so many struggles, teeth struggles in, his fat, in his mouth. He's, yeah. he's, he struggles, you know. Great smile, though. So well, that, I mean, a sucks. winning smile. This is it. Yeah, yeah. That's how he brings it back. I mean, that doesn't help on radio, but no. <laughs> just he, he likes the building up. <laughs> 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 so you were Saturday night, Liverpool, City Centre. That's it. What was that like? It was um, colourful. Liverpool's yeah. sea of culture. So yeah, best put, best way to put it is colourful. And uh, I think, uh, as the comments we were discussing, mm. uh, I think some people were doing dry January. And, oh, I see. Yeah, and, and people like, yeah, so a lot of people are like, I've not been drinking for a month, so now I'm going <laughs> to drink enough to last me 10 years. You should be honoured. Yeah, basically, like, I'm, I'm back. I'm back, everyone. Did you did you miss me, Buzz? Yeah. <laughs> you remember back. fun, Karen? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's out she's tonight. She's back. <laughs> she's back. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, had, I, had, I had a lot of people, I think a lot of people getting back on the wagon. Yeah, and, uh, and then coming to your show. Yeah, and coming to the show and then being uh, yeah, over the wagon. That's a good observation. I, I didn't think about that last night when I was, I was Newcastle ah. last night. So, yeah, it was... Uh, Similar, because you sometimes want to, because you're touring a show. Yes, yeah, so I just started touring. Uh, this is my second tour. Uh, yeah, touring my show, Gold Oil and Drugs, and uh, it's been a nice tour. But I was just, I was just kind of like, at first, I was like, people do seem very, very inspirited and rowdy in Liverpool tonight, and I was thinking, mm. is it because, because people, I guess, the people who got paid like over a week ago, and also, yeah, I mean, pay weekend. Yeah. Not everybody that was drinking appeared employed. So right. Not at a gig necessarily, but yeah, just in yeah. general, the city centre. So just in the city, no, everybody, yeah. everybody was like, "Take it easy, you've got work on Monday." So not bothered. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't bothered. They that were was, going for it. There's a uh, few heavy Saturday night. I mean, even on the text this morning, some people seem to be struggling to get awake this morning. The, the, I love the eclectic mix of things that people are up to of a morning. Uh, morning, D- Jason and Dane. I'm up because I'm shamefully about to drag myself to the gym for the third time this year. New year, new me is evidently not going very well. I think that's going really. I think it's really well. I think Third I think time still already. going to the gym in go, still going to the gym in February is actually a good achievement. You're, you're getting there. You, that's you, about, you get used to it. I'm, I'm Third time in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I've I, I was I was looking for an excuse like to leave oh. the gym. I tried to go and then I just don't really like the whole process. So I just look for an excuse and I'd be like, well, was that a bubble coming out of that water cooler? I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah, that's it's not for uh, me. Yeah, this is not for me. This is crazy. Like, who's on TV now? What station? Is- no, I'm. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. But then other people, like Julie uh, from uh, Rose Ice, she says, uh, I'm running the Livingston Half Marathon this morning, and it starts at nine o'clock. I'm up and ready for it. Half marathon already. Uh, half marathon. It's so early to be doing half marathon. Marathon's you- just a nice race to do. I would, I don't, I've not ever done a marathon. No, I've not. I don't like doing races where I have absolutely no chance of winning. Yeah, well, there is that. Yeah. There is that. You know, at some point, someone's overtaking you. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, and also you're you're just seeing feet all the time, and it's one of those things where you're like, how did it go? Like I was one thousand and third. Yeah, uh, well done. It's, that's not good for the soul, is it? No, it's, it's just. I mean, the Livingston half mile sounds winnable, though. It does. Do you it know what I mean? Be, yeah, at least the first time I first I heard of it. So nobody it from like 
Garner's coming over to <laughs> no, win yeah. the Livingston half mile. The London you've got no chance. Yeah, yeah. No they're coming like, from all over the world, but yeah. like the superstars, like you know, the absolute uh, brilliant exactly, marathon yeah. runners. Unless they train those guys, like the guys like they, they come over and it's like, yeah. well, guys gotta get ready for London, go to Livingston. Let's do Livingston. But then even if if I live, if I was doing the Livingston marathon, I'd be like, Can we Come on, like, give us a chance. <laughs> yeah. There should be like a marathon, which is like an amateur marathon. The two of them turn up and they've got like a, the Ghana flag on their shirt. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, come on. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Like Lloyd's message there, driving from Plymouth to Cardiff to fix an ice cream machine. That's what he's doing this morning. Yeah, it's... Uh... Suspicious, Lloyd. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's February. I just, I'm just wondering how 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 useful an ice cream van is this time of year. You, you're not wrong there. I yeah. think he might be lying to his wife. Yeah, I think something's going on there. Yeah, she's but like, then, where are you going? Yeah, but maybe you know, three days before Valentine's Day, he's like just going to see uh-huh. sort of see a man about a van. Maybe he's got to do a surprise for her. Yeah, or he's having some sort of affair. Yeah, but. Which in Cardiff, is, which is yeah, in Cardiff, which is not our business, Lloyd. No, but, no, do know, what you want, but yeah. come up with better excuses than exactly, an ice cream yeah, machine. Because is otherwise, you might find yourself, you know, out of pocket following a divorce, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no one wants a divorcee ice cream repair man. No, that's a tough one. Plymouth to says. Cardiff. I mean, yeah. there's got to be someone between Cardiff and Plymouth. That's you know, there's nobody in Cardiff who can fix an ice cream um, machine, unless we're talking about the great ice cream engineer flight of uh, 2001. Well, where maybe. <laughs> I made this fact up just now. So. <laughs> Maybe Lloyd's just the best at it. Maybe he is the man. He's the king. He's, he's, the, the, king. Di- he's the Dyson of Why ice cream. have you got to go to Cardiff on a Sunday? Why have you got to go to Cardiff <laughs> on a Sunday? Ice cream Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. You knew. You knew this. You, you knew who I was when you met me. And <laughs> you I'm knew the, I was the I'm the cream. best. And if it's whether it's Cardiff or the moon, I'm I'm fixing ice I'm cream. I'm fixing ice cream. It's ice cream, and then it's you. Yeah, that's you know that's exactly. how and I you work. always knew that sacrifices have to be made. I just wonder in Car- do they have don't have do they not have freezers in Cardiff? It's it's a long drive for that. It's a long special drive. special type of ice cream, Lloyd. If you're listening, let us know what type of ice cream we're talking. Are we talking like whippy? Wh- whippy? Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be whippy. Yeah, I think it's got to be. It's got to be unless unless it's like a kind of hipster thing. Little so facts about that. Lloyd. Little interesting facts about that. Mm-hmm. Whippy ice cream, you know the soft ice cream. You know who invented that? No. Margaret Thatcher. <gasps> Little crazy fact for you there. Well, she, she was part of the science team who came up with airy ice cream. She, so she kind of came up with that. It's hard, isn't it? Because you know, it's, it's you think every, you think people are all bad. Yeah. I mean, it, it, no, it's still like, it's still pretty bad. She's like, like uh, I created ice cream, but you shan't have it or milk in school. <laughs> so can we? Yeah, it's it's, it's you yeah. know, it's unless it was like for the greater good that she needed that extra milk to continue her research. That's not. A that's why job. she took the milk out of schools and was like, "You'll that's thank me one day." That's a good that, impression. Thank you. We're looking forward to some more of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dane Baptiste is my guest this morning here on Morning Stock. And then uh, back to London? Yeah, yeah, back to London. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, and then back gigging tonight as well. So, oh, yeah, where are you tonight? I'm um, at Up the Creek in Greenwich. Oh, right. So, well, so we were there last week, weren't we? Last yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunday, we saw each other uh, watching uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, uh, yeah, it was amazing, amazing. It was crazy, wasn't it? Seeing him yeah, in yeah. that little venue. Yeah, and it's, that's the most full I've ever seen the venue before. Yeah. I've, I've seen it when it's sold out, but yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, stand, wall standing, room. Well, standing I'm glad there was no one from people. health and safety there. I oh, that yeah, was definitely yeah. too many people. Yeah, and, it, and if anyone from there is listening, it was it was actually to capacity. Just uh, <laughs> yes, just very broad people in in, that's in Greenwich. That's what that's what happened. Very broad people. Very, I tell you what, I did love yeah. about it was um, I know only the American comics do it. Kevin Hart did it on his tour. Chris Rock does it on his tour. Dave does. Dave Chappelle does it on his tour. The old mobile phones in the. Yeah. In the little wallet, the, the, yeah, the, uh, and like then they jamming, lock the jamming, wallet. Like little jamming, jamming pouches. Yeah, those are, those are really good. I, I gotta say, I'm a big fan. I think so. I think I think if we can have a uh, zero tolerance uh, drugs policy in mm. nightclubs and stuff, and I think if you're know, someone's performing live, then they should have pouches. I love it. I think it's a really good idea. The problem is in this in this country, I because I've been I, I was thinking about the old pouches. So essentially, for, for the people who don't know, you go into the venue. They there's a bit of a search which they do anyway just for you know security, and then you've got to turn your phone onto silent or airplane or whatever it is, and then you put them in these little pouches. They lock the pouch, and then you have a night watching the show, and 
nobody seems to moan about it. Stuff like this. people just sort of get on with yeah, it. People it's kind of weird, not together, yeah. I think people people realize once that you know, even though they think they'd be separated from their phones, they'll go crazy. But they're actually fine. It's it's fine. I mean, it's weird not knowing what time it is. That's well, this is, yeah, that, that is true. Like, yeah, yeah. You have no concept it? of the time. But yeah, yeah. Does watches can come make a comeback? So the watchmaking industry. <laughs> yeah, that's what, big this fans. for you guys as well. Could they're definitely work fans. out for you. But I thought because I was my um my promoter was talking about it because he he's uh, he does some of the big uh, American guys and I said I, it's it's I don't think a British act can do it. That's what I because I think cause like for me I'm like I am eight. I'm like your pal. Yeah. So if I suddenly went, and by the way, put your mobile phone in a pouch. And like, I don't know how you do it over here, but I think in the cinema, it would be a great idea. I think it's a really good idea. Cinemas should do cinemas, it. Yeah. Or, or they Theaters. should start making like marquees made of the whole material. So That's a good idea. if you go inside of it. Lead roof. Yeah, yeah, lead roof. So if you go inside, it's like yeah. no signal. And just jab. Oh, but then I like. But I like the idea of the patch. You can't take pictures either or do video. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's the reason they do it because they're, they're doing Netflix specials. They're spending yeah. millions on it Working and stuff out. Or they may say something they don't want repeated. Well, out if of you Dave Chappelle, it's yes, and they, yeah, and there was some stuff there that would is to be discussed and not recorded. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But then for, you want to be. You want to trust your audience to be yeah. able to say anything you want, don't you? But can I just ask people? Like I've shown people clips and videos and stuff. But do people really go back and be like and watch this part of the concert? And do people really watch back like a whole kind I of set know. of How twenty minutes? Yeah, yeah. And because also when you start recording it, you don't know what the person's about to say. Yeah, because you could not say something funny for a bit. It might just be a little chat. Yeah, it could be a little chat. It could be. A, it could be a. Confession. I had a bloke at a gig the other night who had his phone on. Mm-hmm. And I was te- checking a text. And I said, "You're right, mate. You finished. You finished." I was in the middle of talking. I've become yeah. a bit of a dad about it now. Yeah, yeah, I used to be like, "I'll say something hilarious back," and now I'm just like, "Are you done?" Yeah, you have. <laughs> you kind of have to because because yeah. then people because then you can see people's faces because I, I I you see people get sucked in because it's, it's a very particular mm. eerie light that people get when they're yeah they phone. have like a bright blue it, face yeah so it, it's almost like you can see them being mesmerized. So you always say to them like, "Are you okay?" And they're like, "Oh," and they're always like. Why are they asking me if I'm okay? Yeah. Oh no, that's right. I'm in public at a at a at a show. I yeah, should probably bright phone on. Yeah. Oh, that's why. But it's, it's what's weird is that people think they're sat in the dark, but actually yeah. to the performer, you've you look avatar. You got yeah. a bright blue face. It's, it's, it's we're in the midst of an invasion. It looks like a probe. Yeah. It's like it been heckled by a Smurf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much yeah a, glo- <laughs> a glowing Smurf. <laughs> Where real music matters. I was going to be talking about something a bit controversial, actually, now, Dane. Oh, okay. So I did something this week that I'm not very proud of, but it happened. It's out there in the world, and I just, I just I'm just confessing. I'm just going to tell you what. Best way. So I picked the kids up from school, and uh, went to, on the way home, just get uh, get some petrol. So I was needed some petrol. Loaded up the car. It's getting more. Seventy five quid it was. Seventy five quid. It's ridiculous. Went in. To the to the little shop, got some snacks or whatever it was for um for the kids. Got back in the got back in the car, drove off. Didn't pay for the petrol. <laughs> Didn't pay for the petrol. <laughs> bought the snacks. Went in, bought the snacks. That's what that's makes it better. You were just yeah, like, I went in there. Anyone want anything to eat? And then yeah, let's get it's, out of here. It was only when I saw the guy in the check blue shirt running after me. I was like, <laughs> Why's he running? Oh my god, I didn't pay for the petrol. And uh, anyway, I went back in and uh, and obviously paid for it. And uh, and I was a bit like, don't you usually say, did you have any fuel, mate? Did yeah, you have any normally, fuel? yeah, exactly. Normally people say any fuel. I'm not passing the blame because I should have I should have paid for it. But isn't part of your thing, you spiel? Yeah, in the petrol station is like, and you go, any, yeah, I'm number, and then you try and work out what number you are, and you can. Am I six? I think I think it's six, but I don't want to pay for yeah. another card. And I'll ask you if you have some form of loyalty card in order to add points. Yeah, so. exactly, all that. So protocol Not, went out the window. What happened in that station? What I was saying, what I'm saying is, is it's fifty fifty mistake. His mistake, I'm, I'm it could happen, and you, and, you, and you went back and paid and stuff. But I would have been the one in prison. That's true for stealing petrol. It's true. So my question is this morning, and I'm going to let you have a little think about it as well, Dane. Have you ever accidentally stolen something? Okay, and and, and this is time to confess. Okay, time to confess and tell me. Hopefully, you were a good person and you took it back. We're not judging here, but oh, well, we are. But we're we'll, we'll do it on individual merit. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. So if you've accidentally 
lifted something, you've stolen something, you've taken something, somebody's house, a shop. It could be absolutely anything. And you felt guilty about it. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Uh, maybe you took it back. It'd be nice to hear from you this morning. 8, 12, 15 on the text. So I drove off uh, without paying for petrol. Terrible, terrible. But I went straight back in. I went straight back in. Sorted it out. It's all fine. No one's... You're not going to see it in the paper. It's totally fine. Uh, Dane, what about you? Um, and... I thank you guys for giving me this opportunity to finally get this off my chest. Yeah. It's been a I mean, weight. It's been a weight around my neck. Um, well, I've, I've created this whole topic just for, for you. It, is, <laughs> so it means a lot. It's all, kind of kind of the opposite of an amnesty, but useful. And I um, yeah. basically uh, was with my girlfriend and went to a, a chain a chain bar, which mm-hmm. we'll call the uh, let's call it the Slug and Cabbage. Okay, just yeah, to, yeah, yeah, just to. Uh, Keep, yeah, to protect, yeah, protect names of people involved. And um, <laughs> I think I had a seafood plateau with some some fries and stuff. And when we finished, the meal was kind of like, These we should get the bill. And mm. we went a really, really, really long time for the bill. So it was just like, oh, it's fine. Once we get our coats and they see we're leaving, yeah. they'll bring us the bill. And then next thing they were like, we're almost at the train station. Why is no one? Oh. And then, yeah. Wow. Before we knew it, I was, we were three cocktails and seafood platter and some some fries and oh. maybe for some sweet potato fries in and um, yeah. Oh it's man! The first time I've told that story. Wow. The, uh, you feel the bad good, about it? I feel bad. The good staff at the let's call them the Snail and Cabbage. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. The snail and Cabbage. Uh, well, you're not. Bars. You're not alone. I've got to say, you're not alone. There's a lot of people. Uh, uh, Barry from Dundee. Uh, once I accidentally stole petrol too, Jace. I filled up and went into the shop. Uh, at that time, though, someone actually did steal petrol, so myself and a colleague were caught up in all that. So someone else was ste- at- properly stealing petrol. I only paid for my juice. It wasn't until I got a phone call from the police whilst at a <laughs> conference in Birmingham that the penny dropped. Actually, you were the host of the conference, Jason, for my work. So obviously I had to go back in and pay for it. Wow. It uh, the old petrol thief conference. Yes, exactly. Uh, what we were right. both there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, accidentally stole Christmas dinner from Sainsbury's. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive. That's uh, really impressive. AD in uh, Yorkshire. Uh, pre-ordered meant pre-bagged. Forgot to put it through checkout with other shopping and just left it in the trolley. Got home, took it back red-faced. Staff thought it was hilarious. Well, at least you went back and took it back. How did you get a turkey through without anybody noticing? That's, that's, you that's, may have a career there, AD. That's a big turkey, yeah. yeah. That's like the old classic, uh, the person who's robbing the turkey from the... Yeah, exactly. From the shop, isn't it? They got it up the jump and they're running out. That was a technique. I used to work in Iceland and it was the always the uh, how far along are you? I'm about into my (laughs) turkey trimester. (laughs) (laughs) It's the security guard who goes, uh, Hey, you, what what are you doing with that? He says, Some potatoes and some sprouts, pop. (laughs) Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. We've had all sorts of shops and people's houses and all sorts of things. Dane Baptiste is my guest. Uh, I mean, maybe we should pop into a uh, chain of, uh, and, and, just and leave, just leave it, just anonymously leave that, that, leave that leave 20 that, quid or that, whatever that it was. Money, yeah. I mean, I've, I've made up for it. I feel like I've... I've uh, You've been made, in a lot of times Yeah, been in a lot of times, made a lot of charitable yeah. donations. Probably yeah. gigged in a few places for a nominal fee, so you feel, kind of all balances out. Yeah. But, um, but I, if, that's, if, if you're happy with that, then that, that's fine. I am. It was a victimless crime, I'd say. I mean, because if we're going to look at victims, then the original victims were the... Uh, well, you the, for waiting for so long. Me for waiting for so long. Yeah. And also the animals put who were used for that particular seafood platter. So, Crikey, you're going right back. If, I mean, I'm just saying, how far, how deep does the rabbit hole go? We're talking semantics. I'm not perfect, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, uh, we will leave it to the jury to decide. <laughs> Maybe you should stop defending yourself in court. <laughs> It's not working. My lawyer's not here to give me advice. <laughs> the thing is, Your Honour, <laughs> what about the fish in all this? Right, exactly. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Accidentally nicking stuff. If you've uh, occasionally, probably, unfortunately, accidentally stolen an item. Uh, from a friend's house, from a shop, from a petrol station, in my case, uh, only noticed when I saw the staff member running after my car, uh, but uh, but he knew it was a genuine mistake, and I went back in and I paid. It happens. And you, had, you had the kids as well. It happens. Oh, a lot going I'll on. Tell you, a sad story I did see though mm-hmm. regarding nicking stuff mm-hmm. is that I once saw a guy working in Sainsbury's who ran out after a thief who's taken the uh, the tray from the uh, 
the cashier. Oh yeah. Took, so wow, took the, the train, whole thing. Train, took the whole thing, just Crazy. made a run for it, and then got to the car, and then they drove off and hit this guy who was working at Sainsbury's. Oh. And I was just, just like, like this, it's not worth it. Not no. for your Sainsbury's stay, job. Just, just uh, stay in there. Just Don't. stay in there. Just like make an effort, but once you see a speeding car and a getaway yeah. driver, it's not. I not think a quick. I think leave it to the police. Yeah, they can. They quick, can handle stop, it. stop thief, and then that's your. You've done as as much as you can do. Exactly. So in in the, just so people where for where 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 accent or nicking is con- concerned is that insurance exists. Yeah. To protect against those things. So no one stay needs safe, to go crazy. guys. Stay safe, everybody. And stop stealing stuff, and st- yeah. even by accident. Hi, Jason. Whilst at work, I've accidentally stolen petrol. But the thing is, I'm a police officer. Well, there you go. Driving the blue and yellow car and everything. To make it worse, they even called in to report it and it got transmitted over the radio. <laughs> That's from PC Mike. <laughs> so it does happen. It does happen. Um, we've got Tans on the line as well. Uh, good morning, Tans. Good morning. Morning, Jason. All right. Really well. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking. So tell us, what's your uh, accidentally stolen story? Uh, yeah, well, this uh, all revolves around my, um, my lovely little daughter, Isabella, who uh, I think probably... About five at a time, mm. um, half inch day, uh, a chocolate chicken from um, from a store at, uh, at Centre Park. Oh. Um, and of course, I'm returning it, trying to uh, just uh, teach her, you know, the morals of, uh, of not stealing. She was um, she was given a second one for free as they were running a, um, <laughs> uh, a uh, an Easter, um, an Easter. Like an offer. Uh, offer, basically. So you went, yeah, you, the, you went back in to, to pay for in. it. Yeah, and you got given a second one. Got given a second one. Well, what, I mean, what sort of what sort of lesson is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of got lost somewhere in amongst it all. But I think <laughs> hopefully she, um, she she got the message. She's got she's got a clean bill. She's still with us. She's not banged up anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Tans. No worries. Thanks, Thanks a lot. This is Jason Manford. This is We were talking nicking stuff, nicking stuff, but we're not proud of it. We're embarrassed. We are embarrassed. We're embarrassed, just in case, you know, you think we're showing off about this sort of thing. It's a terrible thing to do. Yeah, you don't um, want to be, and you don't, and you don't want to be locked up for that. I, I don't no. want to be inside for eating, for like going for scampi. No. That's <laughs> I mean, not going to get me respect on the prison yard. No way. D-wing, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. what are you in for, man? Scampi theft. Yeah. Slug and lettuce. Don't mess with me, man. yeah. Be, be careful. We also had two woo-woos. <laughs> so yeah. keep that in mind. So back off, Yeah, let, ev- let everybody know. <laughs> back off. We had a sex on the beach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 8.12.15 <laughs> on the text this morning. Uh, the uh, the stealing stuff. I mean, there's a few coppers uh, messaging as well. They, they're they not behind the door when it comes to accidentally doing stuff. Even in the uniform, even in the car, going for it. Um, and people obviously talking about when they were kids as well. Uh, Jason, around the age of 10, I would walk to my local shop with one pound housed safely in my trainer as I did not have pockets in my Umbro shorts. It was the 90s. With said one pound, I would buy Smash Hits magazine. Recommended retail price, 99p, leaving one penny left with which I would buy a penny chew. Definitely, that has definitely aged it. They're they're not even a thing anymore. (laughs) On this fateful occasion... And after having handed over my one pound, I realised upon leaving the shop that I had inadvertently taken two penny chews. <gasps> I ran all the way home, imagining the police were on my tail, and straight into my bedroom where I devoured both in order to dispose of any evidence of my criminal activity. I didn't return to the shop for weeks for fear I'd been caught on CCTV. It's easy done when you were a kid. That's, yeah, it's right. It's easy. That's a tense story. And mm. it's, like, um, it's luckily happened a long time ago because yes. wearing Umbro shorts, you could very easily be targeted for forensic DNA testing. Imagine. We found I feel like if you're wearing Umbro shorts, then you would have left some evidence. They'd be like, we found evidence of a blackjack in your pocket. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Or you'd have to do like a line out and be a bunch of dudes in Umbro shorts. So, like, can you identify this guy? Like, Nobody wants to see that. No, no, one wants, no one wants to see that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see five guilty looking adults <laughs> yeah, in Umbro in shorts. Umbro shorts. <laughs> Kids do it all the time, though, don't they? Kids have got a. They've got light fingers, kids. Oh God, yeah. Uh, my cousin once, she couldn't have been any more than three. We went to like a market store in Deptford in London, mm. and my aunt, I think, was buying some food. Then we basically oh, we're leaving. She goes, "Can someone open this for me, please?" And she's just taken a whole bag of cashew nuts 
And, and uh, brazenly, can you open these? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So she uh, she wasn't aware, and my aunt was just like, oh, no, no. So we couldn't really go back because we'd gone for so for, for gone so yeah, long and she struggled with it. And, you know, <laughs> but it's like, have we been training like this these kids to be like thieves and stuff? And They're amazing at it. The amount of times we like get into the car and my, my daughter would be like, I'm looking in the rearview mirror. My daughter's just like... Like, <laughs> was that where you get that? I'm just looking at the rearview mirror. She's got a lolly in her mouth. I'm like, uh, where did you get that from? She's like, just drive. Yeah, <laughs> be quiet. Let's just get out of it, okay? Yeah. Okay, because uh, you're an accomplice. Yeah, and she can't be convicted. Exactly. Probably too young. So You'll be going down. Mate. They know the law too, kids. <laughs> yeah. They know the law too. They're not messing about. Yeah. They case the joint, but they definitely know the law. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Apologies for the weather up here. Oh, no, no, I used to. I, I filmed up here. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did some film. I've done, I've done filming in Manchester before, so mm. I got used to it. So uh, rainfall is uh, part yeah, of it. It's, not, it's, it's part of it. It's and, all uh, part of it. Yeah, and people keep keep going up here. Guys, guys, most very resident people, Mancunians, keep it keep it moving. They do, to be fair. Rain or shine. Absolutely. It's got to be done. Uh, and your uh, your show's still on the iPlayer, is it? Sunny D, your it, sitcom? It is, yeah. It's on the iPlayer f- throughout uh, February. So I've pulled some strings on behalf of you guys. Yeah. Uh, just give everyone another chance to check it out. And uh, yeah, if you've got like... <laughs> 84 minutes to spare 85 minutes to spare and give it all give all it a quick binge watch it's a quick binge yeah do it's it it's a really quick binge if you think about it in binge terms it's just like two shots of Sambuca mate easy done two bushes of Sunny D is it better to watch uh, drunk or, or sober um, both both you can watch it on both levels because uh, the style of the show it's, uh, it's kind of like uh, if you've not seen Sunny D it's uh, kind of everyone hates Chris kind of I guess so you, yeah. you, you still stuck at home yeah me stuck at home so yeah. it's like everybody loves Raymond kind of meets family guys so it's kind of like this is my home you're life picking, you're picking some big still, shows there man yeah yeah just really picking some big shows <laughs> like, but that's it's why. like Breaking Bad but it's like Breaking Bad sort meets The Godfather 2 The Sopranos <laughs> Sprinkle with the Wire yeah yeah it's like Sprinkle Seinfeld. with the Wire <laughs> but on a, be- and on a government funded budget Yes, of so course. That's exactly it. So it's it's all of those things, guys. It's 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 Sex in the City meets <laughs> Sex in the City meets uh, House of Cards, but on a government funded budget. Eight twelve fifteen on text. We've been talking uh, talking theft this morning, accidentally stealing stuff. Uh, I think we'll finish on Neil in Rochester, who's uh, so he says, Jace, I'm just I'm going to do what I imagine is Neil's voice. Okay? Yeah, stopping petrol theft. I'm a police officer, and a few years ago, I pulled into the petrol station of a well-known supermarket in Croydon, and I noticed a bloke astride a motorbike with some gaffer tape over his number plate. I hope I don't, he shouldn't be a police officer. This guy, he should no, be a detective. He should be a detective. Skills like that, yeah, or a, and a private detective. Went over with my colleague. This bloke starts at the bike, drives up my mate, and I clothesline him to the floor. Handcuffs on, turns out the bike's stolen, and he's stolen petrol from a number of petrol stations. Happy days, good work. Chummy's in prison. Neil in Rochester. Neil's a cop. He's a cop. Good good work, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play by the rules, man. You're a loose cannon, Neil. Neil, I want your badge and your gun Monday morning. Maybe you can play round here, Captain in Rochester, but <laughs> things have changed. I'm out stopping petrol thieves, man. <laughs> he was a strider bike. <laughs> he was a stride the bike. He had gaffer tape on his red You have to clothesline him to the floor, Neil. I just played by my own rules, Captain. <laughs> You're a loose cannon, Neil. You're uh, gonna need a new partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you with a rookie, okay? I, I work alone, Captain. No, you work. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little look through the papers this week. Uh, McDonald's fries could help cure baldness. Have you heard this story? Mm. Listen. A cure for baldness could be on the horizon thanks to a chemical used in McDonald's fries. I mean, yeah, none I of mean, that that's, that's Some of that sounds good and some of that's like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have to retroactively ask some questions as yeah, well. exactly. You're like, oh, that sounds like a great... <laughs> yeah. Hang on, what are you putting in the fries? <laughs> yeah. That can cure, that can grow hair? <laughs> yeah. Scientists have regrown hair in mice. None of this is sounding good. Using mm. a simple technique with human stem cells. That doesn't sound simple. No. This generated fresh follicles... Uh, this generated fresh follicles capable of sprouting luxurious new locks. Uh, preliminary experiments suggest a groundbreaking therapy will also work in people. The secret 
was to use the McDonald Fries chemical. I can't even say it. <laughs> Dimethylopilosuccine. You know when you ask, you know when we get fries, you're like, do you, do you want some salt with that? You're like, can you put some extra dimethylopilosuccine <laughs> with it? Yeah, just touch up the sides. <laughs> <laughs> just rubbing fries all over your forehead uh, in the vessel. Um, which they are cultured. This is added for safety reasons to prevent cooking oil from foaming. That's the reason it's in there. You know, the big problem you have at home. Yeah, I've never like, heard of cooking oil for foaming. What's going on in the kitchen? Oh, <laughs> cooking oil's just foamed everywhere, look. Ah, oh, stick a flake in it. <laughs> It'd be all right. Just, just put some Just For Men in it. Settle it right down. <laughs> Billions of pounds are spent on hair loss treatment every year. Hair follicles have not been created this way before. Uh, Professor Fukuda... Uh, says hair loss troubles uh, a substantial number of individuals all over the world, particularly in ageing societies. One of the more challenging obstacles has been the preparation uh, of HFGs, their reproductive source, on a large scale. The researchers may have overcome this with a method that leads to a much more effective therapy, the secret of the McDonald's fries to grow your hair. My goodness. I don't know if I'd be up for that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have worried about hair loss, Mm. but then... Is, is the, I mean, they say it's the male pattern baldness is like extra testosterone. So is that what they say? So that, so they say that seems like an excuse of bald men to say, "Hey, it, look, yeah, yeah and, it, and it could be." But then at the same time, it's like there has to be variety. And there was a time being a bald man was not that big of a deal. No, but, you know, you still Sir Sir Ben Kingsley. Absolutely, you know, there's some great baldies some out there. Some great bald guys out there. Frank Bruno's bald as well. Yeah. You know, I, well, I noticed the other day I was I was getting ready for my show, and uh, I sort of. Pull my hair. I never like a, my hair in my face, or so I'm pulling it right back and I sort of, you know, sorting myself out, looking in the mirror, and then I sort of had a little chuckle to myself because my where underneath my hairline, about maybe three or four centimeters down, there was just one hair, just like growing out of my forehead, <laughs> yeah. like quite a long hair, and I laughed to myself. I was like, look at that weird hair out of place, and then I sort of realised, oh no, it's not out of place. That's where all my hair used to be. Oh, so there's just one left. It's just one left going, guys. Guys, <laughs> guys, yeah. what are you doing? We're still young, all right. The party don't stop. And I was like, it's time to grow up and have kids. We're still out here. Woo-hoo. Nope, that hair is not Scalp abiding fest, by the rules. 2002. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I think we've got a new hero of this show, and it is Neil of Rochester. It's Neil. There's Neil. He's a cop. He doesn't play by the rules. Petrol cop. <laughs> He's a petrol cop. Don't try and steal stuff from petrol stations. Don't Rochester. you dare. You get two right beaner tooth kinds for two pounds. Not the regular kind of right beaner. <laughs> this is my town. <laughs> um, Chris in Dartford uh, is a fan of Loose Cannon, Neil. Doesn't play by the rules. Somebody else uh, points out, uh, Jason, Neil, uh, I think Neil's uh, mistaken. He says, uh, why would you cover the number plate if, if it was a stolen motorbike? Yeah, it's, it's be, it just seems very conspicuous. Well, you don't know what goes on in Rochester, okay? They've got different rules down there. This is this is true. You know I mean? things, things are different. That's a lawless town. Yeah, and Neil's crazy. just trying to instill a bit of just a, a, a bit of justice. Crime is a cancer, and he is the cure. <laughs> that's the, that's his that's, tagline. That's the tagline. <laughs> it's got that on a t-shirt underneath his uniform. <laughs> yeah, underneath yeah. his bulletproof vest. And he's like, he he just works with colleagues. But my name is, it doesn't matter what your name is. I don't care what your name is. If you survived the week in Rochester, then well, I'll remember your goddamn name. <laughs> <laughs> I love Neil. I like Neil. Create a whole image for him. <laughs> I, it, Neil's like, he's one of the guys uh, Road Wars. Yeah. I, I was watching one of those yesterday, which was really yeah. fun. And it's in the smaller towns and the guy was like, well, it's, it's pretty bad what's happened here, right? They've obviously... <laughs> Had a drink, and we found that, you know, in a bush. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they they may have desecrated this bush. So, yeah. So we're gonna probably take this guy in. You know, he'll, yeah. He'll be in They're trouble. always like really really tiny crimes as well, aren't they? Yeah. They're that, really small crimes. Well, you can see what's happened here is that they've had a bit of a drink and they've left chips strewn everywhere. Everywhere. And that's everywhere li- that's are. littering. Yeah. And then the voice will come back and be like, "Luckily, the perpetrator was released without charge." Doesn't mean that things don't get crazy on a weekend. <laughs> No when Neil's around. Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you are uh, up and about this morning, one of my favourite stories this week. I've got to say, it's about the Cheddar Man. 
Cheddar Man. Cheddar Man is the big story this week. And uh, he is, if, for the people who don't know, he's the guy who uh, has been discovered, been discovered for thousands of years ago, scientists discovered, and now because they've been able to do like DNA bits and bobs, they discovered that he was uh, a dark skin. skin man, yeah, darker skin man, a melanated man. And, I mean, I sort of read it and went, all right. Yeah. That's how I read it. I don't know how you. How did you read it when you read it? The same. I was kind of. I just. I was just kind of like. All right. I feel. Yeah. Good. Good for Cheddar Man. That's the thing. It's okay. <laughs> well, that is not how the people who read the Daily Mail uh, <laughs> read that story. I mean, they are not happy. Keep in mind that Jason is using the word or the verb "read" in a politically correct context here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, they're not happy. The people who comment on the bottom half of the internet. No, no. On the Daily Mail. Um, I mean. Unbelievable! Some yeah, of the them. Comment section is is not the place for nice people of the internet. That's, no, it's really not. Yeah, it's, it's also it's. It, it, what well, I don't know why people think they're. I mean, I say that why their pe- people think their opinions valid. I mean, listen to us too. But why? Why have you got enough time in the day? One guy was so incensed that Cheddar Man was dark skinned. He was like, "Well, how do we know this? Maybe he was just on holiday." Yeah, that was his actual. <laughs> I don't think he was, mate. I don't no, think he was on holiday. I don't think he was on holiday. And what kind of package would he have had? And why would yeah. he be on holiday by himself? Yeah, just and, uh, without his family. Crazy. Uh, is, and this is uh, this is somebody, I guess, under the uh, impression that Centre Parks is also a, a thousand-year-old institution. Could be. I don't think it's been around that long. I mean, <laughs> Maybe you, you know, places like Pontins, some places could use a refurb, but I don't think they're like a thousand years Maybe old. Maybe he's on a stag do. Yeah, it's not like there's not there's no Pontins at Stonehenge. <laughs> no. I don't think so, anyway. No. <laughs> I do like the chat. After uh, I'm going to play another song, and I'm going to read you some of these comments. Uh, <laughs> that it, it will blow your mind. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. A DNA analysis of Britain's oldest complete skeleton has revealed that some of the first modern Britons had dark to black skin. By modern Britain, researchers are referring to the people who roamed the UK around 10,000 years ago. Uh, that was uh, just just after the DFS sale started. <laughs> While this specific skeleton is named Cheddar Man after being discovered in a cave in the Cheddar Gorge uh, in 1903, it was assumed Cheddar Man would have fair hair, pale skin, way back when. We'd assume he was a white guy. Because his skeleton is dated to the end of the last ice age, when the first people from continental Europe settled in Britain. However, his DNA suggests the opposite, that he had very dark brown to black complexion. Blue eyes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I remember a barman like that on holiday once. Couldn't stop looking at him. Yeah, it can, it can happen. My friend's got, I got a friend, my friend is, uh, uh, he's from uh, North India, he's Gujarati, and he's got green eyes. Green eyes. And that's every a, conversation when we go to a party yeah, something, some... That's a good me- look, though. Someone being mesmerised, being like, are they real? Yeah. Are they real? And to the point where he is like the green-eyed bandit, he gets away with murder. <laughs> like, any stag do is like, what, what would he get up to? And he'd be like, nothing. And it's like, <laughs> look ah, at my beautiful like, eyes. Yeah, look at that. He looks like, like he's like a Japanese cartoon. Like, <laughs> my friends, all the, all the wives and girlfriends are like, and what happened this time? He's like, nothing. It's like, okay, that's fine, guys. That's absolutely fine. That's, that's okay. So this new Channel 4 documentary, uh, released on the 18th of February, showed that the genes uh, for lighter skin became widespread in European people much later than originally thought. I don't know how you feel about this. It probably doesn't even affect your day. At all. But no. it is a blow to white nationalists the country over. <laughs> uh, they are not happy at all. Um, the best place to look, of course, are in the bottom half of the internet namely the readers of the mail online the sun well, and a few on the mirror I can well. understand why they're angry you spend all this time trying to Brexit up the place and then you look <laughs> behind you it's already been in your house the whole time <laughs> yeah, how did they get in yeah the whole time here we go there's a few the Saracen's head this guy says more propaganda from the lunatic left <laughs> science mate it's science science has no political leaning uh, Nigel says uh, on the Daily Mail online no way is this true it's PC gone mad I mean, this, this is pre-PC. Yeah, no, it's, it's way before is, things was PC. This is, this is BC. This is scientifically correct, not politically correct. How conveniently PC, someone says. How's it convenient? I don't understand how this helps politics at all. It's really got nothing <laughs> it, to do it with it. It doesn't. Political correctness gone mad, that's in. How convenient, says Lady Honorary Deadlock of <laughs> Chesney Wold in the United Kingdom. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Arrows says, uh, experts... 
That's all he's put. That's all he's put. Experts. <laughs> you can ask an expert about anything again. Yeah, I mean, cool. you, can get, you can get an expert opinion. But yeah, of course. I mean, what good is that, really? <laughs> uh, uh, Black and Red on the Sun website says, nothing to do with melanin, then just good old DNA. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> yeah. That's what morons shout now. That is, yeah. It's, that's whenever, that's uh, the scary wow. thing Wow, listen to this one from Dom Bombs. Well, to be fair, there was no showers back then. So maybe he was just a bit dirty. It's DNA, you lunatic. No one's going, he's got a bit of mud on his face. It doesn't, this doesn't wash off. <laughs> it doesn't wash off. I tell you, like I told the Turkish waiter that time, it's not going to wash off. Doesn't matter how much chlorine's in the pool, it's not going to wash off. Oh, it's amazing. It's unbelievably fantastic. <laughs> I absolutely, I can't stop reading them. Well, <laughs> How convenient. I bet he came to Britain on a floating log because he'd heard that he'd be entitled to a free cave when he got here. I mean, I mean really? More yeah. hokum science, very similar to the global warming scenario. Some artistic licence being exercised, hear me thinks, all in the name of diversity. <laughs> yeah, which is which is apparently also a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I feel like people. a lot of people at those comments have uh, a few bruncles and casistas. I think you might be right. I, I feel like I feel like the people that uh, have always given their grandmother the same birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think ironically, a lot of those people share the same DNA. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're pretty, probably experts on DNA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our DNA's never left this street, so we know our DNA works. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So this week, Jane, uh, my brothers came over. Uh, three of my brothers came over and we were sort of... We don't see each other a lot, you know, mm-hmm. all working different hours and stuff. I've got families and kids and stuff like that. And so they came over... We ordered some food. We we had a bit of PlayStation, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, then my brother said, "Oh, should, let's have a game of poker. We used to play poker. Let's do that." I thought good idea. I think I've got a poker set in the garage, like. So I went in, couldn't find anywhere. Searching everywhere, my brother's like, "May I pop to the shop and get one?" I was like, "You don't need to. It's fine. We'll find a substitute. Find a substitute." Way. Ended up, I found a, a cupboard that had a load of sweets left in after. Uh, from Halloween, that's how long they've been there. Mm. But Haribo and all that. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's in that stuff, but it lasts forever. Well, I now that we know that French fries can make your hair grow, then <laughs> I feel like Haribo gelatin, I'm processed that. sugar. That's that probably that's, that's all right. Yeah, you grow that's your teeth. Right. Probably grow your teeth back. Do you do you know what's in Yakult, by the way? Good bacteria. Yeah. Do you know where they were able to culture that good bacteria from? Oh God, this is not going to be good. It's is it? not good. Tell me. Uh, it's from poo. Oh, stop now. I, I hope I can say poo and not be too politically correct. You said it twice. And incur the, yeah, incur the wrath of, uh, yeah, maybe the poo was on holiday. No, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> apparently there is a uh, bacteria that they uh, identified in uh, human poo oh, and wowza. they were able to hold it and grow, and grow it in culture. Wow, lovely. And that's, what they put, and that's the probiotic, the good bacteria they put in mm. Yakult, which is why it's called Yakult. I imagine that's the sound you make when you realise <laughs> yeah. what's in... Yummy. Yeah, mm. so... Okay. So you were saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's fine. Just someone's halfway through a bacon butty. Oh, forget <laughs> yeah. it. Forget it. Um, so what we did was we we div it up. We found loads of them. We played uh, we played it with Haribo in the end, mm. um, and uh, it was quite. It was totally fine. Um, I mean, I didn't start sorting out right. The the fried eggs they're worth ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cola bottles were. It just ended up being. The game became less important. The the who could come up with the best pun? Uh, you know, there was like we were playing with like the the sweetie teeth. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, I'll take a bite out of that one. You nice. know, it was all that sort of things. Kept, kept using your brain. There were some brain ones. Uh, oh, he's got egg on his face. You know, so nice. kept doing that all the way through. That became the game in the end. Just pun pun central. Um, but I wondered whether. Uh, I was the only person to do this, uh, and I popped it on my Facebook. Quite a few people straight away said they they uh, we used to play chase the ace with mini mini eggs as the prize nice. uh, as a kid. Uh, Sharon Dowler said celebrations, quality street chocolate coins makes no difference in our house. We always end up eating the profits. Yeah. You would, <laughs> yeah. I guess, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. If they're sat there, that was the, the tempting thing about playing there. What is it? Uh, so this morning I'm asking, have you substituted uh, something proper for something ridiculous? Uh, and also, have you gambled on anything crazy? This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music.
Music Matters. Jason Manford's League of Legends. We've got League of Legends. Uh, this is for the best one this morning, the best story that comes up this morning about what you've gambled on, what you've used to gamble on, what you've substituted something for. The best one wins, Dane, wins an absolute radio Jason Manford show egg cup. Sounds good. That's, That's what we give out. Sounds good, just in time, because yeah. Easter's coming up, so you want that egg cup sorted. Easter. You want that. Mornings. You want People that. like eggs. Uh, I've got to say, it was a better idea before. You well, know, you, we no, if you've still got some Haribo knocking around. That could go in. Go get that in there as well. You can a cup full for, of Haribo. For many things. For yeah. many things. So 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. If you want to win an exclusive Jason Manford show, egg cup, and you want to win the League of Legends. Uh, this morning we're talking about uh, swapping things. So for me, I played poker with Haribo. That's all we had. That's all we had in the house. All in. Still all. works. But then it's to, it's what it's whatever value you place on it. That's the whole thing with uh, with currency. Yeah. You know, well, it's true. If you're in a desert, Haribo's going to save you a lot longer than money is. Yeah. So, you know, absolutely. it's going to keep you going. Emma says, I'm a nurse and on night shifts we uh, we play new bar- Newmarket with either plasters or alcohol wipes as the cash. It's good. I quite like that idea. I like that. I like that, Emma. And you know, let's support our nurses. Let's, <laughs> yeah, uh, do you know, maybe we can. Can they get some like chips to play for, or some are these book vouchers? Let's help out our nurses. Let's sort that out. Let's sort it out. Let's sort them out. Have to be using alcohol wipes. Yeah, exactly. They need more than that. Stuff. Yeah. Um, lots of people uh, reckon that Haribo's quite the quite a valuable commodity. Yeah. To uh, to be gambling with Julie Bell, close says that my elderly mum. Uh, would soon be bankrupt as she'd eat most of them, especially the milk bottles. Yeah, I mean that that was one of the biggest it's, problems. It's a good, it's a good commodity. Chicken nuggets, I think, could also be good. That'd be a good one. But then chicken nuggets with kids, I mean, it's yeah. it 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 will make divide your family. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There was a lot of you know, I see your ring and I raise you a cola bottle and stuff. It was it was yeah. tough. It was tough. Uh, Alan Hudson says, if you bet all with the sour cherry sweets, they would fold because you would think that. Are they bluffing? What's going on with their face? You wouldn't sure. You wouldn't That's know if it was true. a poker face or That's not. That's true. Yeah, or or a straub. That's the thing. Yeah. It could be very telling. There's there's some there's some there's some <laughs> tangfastics. That's when it's getting. They're not fun. Uh, those uh, sweets aren't fun. Yeah. I don't, I'm that's, not into that's, those. That's sour off the grid. That's if you're you're in like Macau yeah. on a on a floating ship, and then you're playing like confectionery based poker. Then you bring yeah. the tangfastics in. <laughs> it gets crazy. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Jason Manford's League of Legends. All right, well, we've got a bed done, so we better do something with it. <laughs> Somebody recorded that. It's, uh, it's League of Legends. I don't really know what it is, but the producer likes it. 8.12.15 is the Texas morning. We're talking gambling. We're talking substituting things for certain things. Someone said, Jason, are you aware that you say substituted weirdly? Do I? Do I say, is that not how you say substituted? Substituted. Am I saying it wrong? Substituted. Substituted. I think I'm missing out the S out. Substituted. 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 Three syllables. I think I'm saying substituted. I think I'm missing out the S. Substituted. All right. Thanks. Lesson learned. I'm after quite the left field of ideas this morning to win the Egg Cup. To win the Egg Cup. Um, Edward from Chelmsford. My friend and I used to do sweepstake on the wacky races. That's pretty good. That is cut worthy, but let's see if we can beat it. Uh, We gambled in our local pub on guess the flies on the flypaper in the bar. Everyone paid a pound per guess, and my son, who was eight at the time, won £72 with the correct answer. That's pretty good. It's good, although if there's so much of flies in the pub that you require flypaper, I'd be like... (laughs) Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd drink from that pub. <laughs> yeah. I'm certainly not ordering food. Eat, and I shouldn't even be there with my eight-year-old son. <laughs> yeah, where where is he is He is this place where he is saturated with potential maggot eggs everywhere. That's not the right place. With an eight-year-old, that's not, no, don't take a kid there. Uh, that's Denise. Uh, <laughs> me and my cousin Donna used to use the electric meter cards to make our own 52 deck of cards. It took longer to write on them all than we did playing them. Half-time term survival at its finest. That's nice. okay in Leicester. A lot of free time. You might as well just make a, a whole new game yourself. It would have been quicker to just pop yeah. to the shop and get a yeah, I think it would have been easier to do it. Yeah, yeah. pack of cards. Probably even the ink required to write on 52 cards, you probably could have just bought a pack of cards. Yeah, you've not thought that through. Do, I, do, do people... I feel like people don't save like stuff from Christmas crackers. Christmas crackers always have a, lot of good a stuff deck of cards of varying sizes. 
I tell you what I do has, save from the cracker. Those little uh, screwdrivers. Me too. Absolutely. Little screwdrivers Crackers and there. little uh, clippers. Clippers as well. Brilliant. Indispensable if you're travelling. People, because oh, it's every year, it's like we get deck of cards. Yeah. Sometimes you get jacks. Bottle I remember opener, those. All sorts. Bottle openers. And then it's the next year, it's like no one can find any of these things. Maybe it's start doing Easter crackers, you know. Uh, yeah, all the way yeah. through the year. It's the birthday crackers. Hey, we're on to that. Why are Christmas? Why, why is it only in Christmas? Is it because of the presents? I don't know. There could be other things. There's lots of weird rules. Christmas crackers. Uh, Dave in Thetford says, uh, last year at my son's 26th birthday party, we started to drink tequila slammers with a, you know, the one with a bit of salt and a bite of lemon. After five bottles of tequila, I think he's, I think he's <laughs> from the Neil, uh, the Neil school of exaggeration. <laughs> we got five bottles of tequila that day, and then I did a shift. <laughs> I went to work. I worked better drunk, Captain. Uh, we ran out of Neil. It's got to stop. Not until people stop stealing from petrol stations. I do the driving. Uh, after five bottles of tequila, we ran out. Of lemons, so we used lemon drizzle cake instead. That doesn't sound nice at all. There's no egg cup coming your way. That's not been that. Yes. Uh, my dad and his late brother uh, were so competitive when they were kids, they would bet on anything and everything. Their favourite thing to bet on was uh, whose chosen raindrop would reach the bottom of the window on a rainy day. I quite um, like that. I, I, yeah, it's, that's nice. There's, there's a, 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 a innocence to that. Yeah, that's a beautiful. Not the that. tequila slammer thing, you know. <laughs> no, that's not innocent uh, at I, all. I, only because I feel like if you're the kind of person that has five bottles of tequila in your home, do you really have lemon drizzle cake around? Yeah, that does. That sounds like two different people. Yeah, that, those aren't the same people. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're about to give away an egg cup. Yeah, it's come to this. That's what I do now, Dana. Give away egg cups on the radio. Functional, useful. Who doesn't have an egg? I mean, that's cool. I want to be Bill Hicks, man. This is it. And now I'm giving away egg cups. Well, I mean, you're giving it something for the benefit of, of people. And who knows what Bill Hicks would have been endorsing now if he was still around? Precisely. Who, who knows? Precisely. Who knows? He could have been doing insurance, be like, life insurance. Yeah, he could have been on the telly. Like, hey, do you like fries? Are you bald? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have I got the item for you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving them away though. Let's who we're we gonna give it to. It's a, we've got a late entry. See what you think to this one. We're talking betting, uh gambling, what's the maddest things you've uh, gambled on or with. Kevin Pinder in uh, Fatfield. That's a hell of a place, place name. Uh, hi, Jason. Back in the day, we used to finish work in the kitchen at uh, the Havelock Pub in Fatfield, Washington at 4pm on a Sunday. Afterwards, we'd all sit and have a drink and watch the Antiques Roadshow. Six or seven of us had to uh, put a pound in an ashtray and guess how much each item was worth. Closest guess won. That's quite a sweet game, isn't it? I quite like it's that. Game. It's a good game. It's a good Does game. it beat sweepstake on the Wacky Races or... Guessing how many flies are stuck to the flypaper in a pub with your eight-year-old son. <laughs> I think. I think. Or the deck of deck of cards. Deck of cards is a good one. Deck of cards is good in terms of creating in creating a game. But I think, um, mm. yeah, I feel like the the, the, the flypaper is out. We can't. You can't, can't reward that. You can't have your son that close to a biohazard and be like, "Hey, I mean, it's a gamble with your child's life and their health." <laughs> yeah, it's so not I guess the gamble we're playing. So it's not the kind of gamble we're going for. Antiques Roadshow or sweepstake on Wacky Waces? I'm going to say. And also, the thing is, with Wacky Races, you always know there's one group that's never going to win, which is Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Yeah. So it kind of, kind of. Also, if you've seen the episode previously, exactly. Whereas Antiques Roadshow is fresh. Yeah, and also you can do it each way bet on like Penelope Pit Stop. Yeah. Because she's going to do <laughs> yeah, okay. She's definitely going to be finished. She's going to be finishing top three. Yeah, pole yeah. position. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel like I agree. I agree. A egg cup, an egg cup, an egg cup, an egg cup, an egg cup, not an a egg cup, an egg cup. <laughs> God, I'm tired. <laughs> An egg cup is on its way to Kevin Pinder in Fatfield. Enjoy. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, record number of listeners uh, on this show, uh, Dane. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you were aware of that. Oh, I, record can't, I number. could possibly think of taking the credit, but thank you for listening, guys. Thank you very, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much, and uh, thank no, you this for week, that's what I'm having mean. me in, in the show. No, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, uh, and and thank you for for for, uh, for listening and for making the show uh, a success. I mean, I don't, I don't know why. I don't like to think about it. Some of the bosses were like, Jason, can we can we maybe think about uh, once they got the new latest listening figures out, they were trying to. Hey, do you think we could maybe like gear up the show a little bit? Maybe make some more features. Maybe some. More? 
I said, I don't think we should, no. I think that's why people like it. Yeah. Because it sounds like I don't try. <laughs> yes, that's just, what you want on a Sunday relax, morning. Relax, relax. You know, people don't want to be that's put it. upon on a Sunday, you know. Relax. People trying to unwind. Some people are having... Right. I just like the listeners. Doing their Sabbath. Some people... Yeah. Some people are resting from keeping the petrol stations of this country safe. Just, 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 just doing my job, man. You've got to learn to switch off, Neil. <laughs> I don't ever switch off, baby. I don't switch off. Okay. The only thing I switch off is the petrol pumps. That's it. And you try and steal my petrol. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Uh, Neil <laughs> Rochester Cop is going to make uh, your new tour. You're on tour at the moment, aren't you? I am, yes. Uh, this is uh, my second tour. Uh, doing a national tour uh, for my show, uh, Gold, Oil and Drugs, also called God. Nice. And, uh, I yeah. like what you've done there. Thank you, thank you. Uh, abbreviations and shorthands like the kids do, LOLs and such. Um, shall, so, I, shall I read what it says on the blurb? Yes, blurb. Hear what it says? G- give me some blurb. London-born stand-up made comedy history in 2014 as the first black British act to be nominated for a comedy award at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Comedy's Cheddar Man. Thank you. <laughs> that was the last time someone was nominated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> it's been 10,000 years. He did a cracking set. He was only over for a week on holiday. He was only on holiday, exactly. <laughs> just an holiday, mate. And I hadn't had a bath. Yeah. The fringe just get very dirty, apparently. <laughs> His so. PC gone mad. <laughs> yeah. He had incredible success with his debut stand-up show, Citizen Dane. You love a pun, don't you? Love that. Uh, Not above him. Not above him. Two sold-out runs at the uh, London Soho Theatre. You were at the BBC sitcom series. A second stand-up show, Reasonable Doubts, was met with sold-out audiences, it says here, with huge critical acclaim at 2015 Edinburgh Fringe with his first nationwide solo tour. Uh, He presented his third hour of stand-up, God gold, oil, drugs, about our worldwide pursuit of wealth, power and pleasure, which achieved another total sellout run. So you've added some more dates? Yeah, yeah. so added, added some more dates. Great. And uh, so the tour should be coming to an end uh, just before the summer. But then, yeah, I'm going to pick it up in autumn as well. Cause Great. This, is, uh, this tour is kind of an international tour as well. So I'm, uh, nice. I've just come back this week. Uh, last week I was in uh, uh, Belgium. And uh, also the Netherlands. Nice. Uh, next week I'll be going to the Baltics, doing Estonia, and then we're going across uh, to Finland. And this uh, tour, as well as taking us all over the country, it should be uh, doing uh, North America and Australia and New Zealand. Busy, and, busy. Yeah, yeah. So you've nice got busy. some dates here in the UK: Leicester, Salford, Leeds, Bristol, Bromsgrove, and then a run 29th of May till the 2nd of June at the Soho Theatre. In London, uh, very very funny uh, man, uh, Dane Baptiste. You've done live at the Apollo and stuff like. That. People can find your. Stuff. I have, yeah, yeah. So please always try before you buy, guys. I don't like to steal from you uh, unless you are uh, working at a particular chain of bars and restaurants instead of seafood platter. <laughs> I won't take your money. So uh, yeah, check out stuff online. Also have a Netflix special. Uh, oh yeah, Netflix of course. UK it was uh, live at the BBC uh, wow. special at the. Busy, uh, busy. Comedy Central as well, so um, yeah. But you guys know it works. Give a Google to my name. And let's have a little. Uh, let's yeah. have a little listen of Dane in action. I want to educate as well as entertain. Sometimes you have to be careful when you drink because sometimes you make mistakes when you drink. Sometimes you'll make a drunken phone call or send a drunken text. Or we've all been there and we've stumbled home to our partner after a heavy night and been like, "Hey, baby, I've been drinking. I know it." I make mistakes, I'm not perfect, forgive me. And she might start with the usual stuff. What are you doing in my garden? I don't know you. <laughs> so I've got a weird partnership of my own. I am actually, I actually have a twin sister. Yeah, and see people immediately go, oh my God, twins are so spiritual. If she gets hurt, how do you feel? The answer is joy. Matters. Thanks for listening to the Jason Manford Show this morning uh, with me and Dane Baptiste. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks it's been really for, fun. Thanks for coming by. in. Thank you very much. On the train this morning from Liverpool. Uh, drove up. Oh, we, we drove across from Liverpool, taking a train back from oh, okay. Manchester back down to, uh, down London. to London. But yeah, I've loved my time in Lancashire. Always like coming up here. Yeah, so it's, well, it's been it's lovely to have you. Good luck with the tour. Hope it goes really well and all yeah, around. Good luck with yours as well, man. Good luck with yes, yours. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. I forgot to mention I am also on tour. You should plug, plug. <laughs> I know I should. Where am I this week? Lowestoft, nice. Ipswich. Oh, nice. Uh, Sheffield. Nice. And somewhere else, I can't remember. <laughs> the the city of steel. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Nottingham, that's it. Nottingham. So uh, busy, busy. So looking forward to that. And uh, and I've got a new TV show as well. That's on Tuesday nights. What would your kid do? ITV. 
Tuesday evening. That's good. It's a good laugh. Ever, ever laugh. Check it's, it out. A, it's a right laugh. Where can people find more information about you, Dane? Uh, on the website is danebaptiste.co.uk for, for more tour dates and to get tickets and uh, video clips from there. But uh, yeah, all with all good internet searches of my name, you'll find uh, some content. He's around. To check out. I'm around, just He's hanging around. out on on your norm, most of your normal socials. And look out for mine, mine and uh, Dan's uh, new sitcom uh, drama. Really, yeah. Uh, Neil of Neil of Rochester. Yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> Petrol Partners. <laughs> Stay safe, guys. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters.